0: Successful people control their day. Most people, unsuccessful people let their day control them. How many of you right now don't have a plan for the day? You just start working and then you kind of get pulled everywhere. That you're not actually achieving much. You're busy, but you're not productive. So control your day and time a lot of it towards marketing, branding, and sales. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland, and change your life. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. Today, we are diving into the world of influence, the new world of making money, the new world of how do you grow and adapt and thrive online. And I just did this recent training to my members on the 10 key principles, my 10 rules of adapting in modern age business. And the world has changed in the last 10, 20 years. It's changed a lot in the last year or two. It keeps changing at an ever evolving rate faster than ever. And I really want you to leave today in the next 15, 20 minutes, knowing the new rules of business. I went through this with my members that are paying me up from five to 100K per year to work with me. And it really opened up their eyes, okay? Got them on the same page of like, wow, these are the things I'm missing. So I'm gonna dive in two minutes per one. I'm gonna go fast, but I'm gonna give you some takeaways, okay? And I want you to think about these and start processing them in your head as we go through them, okay? So, ready. Rule number one start niche and then go big, okay? The reason we need to start niche and then go big is. The world is crowded. It's really important to establish yourself as the authority, the expert, the go-to brand, a premium brand. That's what a lot of the topics today I'm going to talk about revolve around. Well, how do you establish yourself as the Louis Vuitton if you're in clothing? How do you establish yourself as the Grant Cardone if you're in sales and real estate? How do you establish yourself as the Rudy Moore if you're in Facebook and marketing, right? How do you become one of those top industry experts, those top people, those top brands, the Lamborghini of the car world or the Tesla of the electric vehicle world. It's really important you work towards that. And the way you start is you start niche and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So Tesla started niche. It started in California, Silicon Valley, tech, the tech hub, right? California, very environmental friendly and technology-based industry and area. And then guess what? Boom, now it's worldwide. And if you look at pretty much every business out there, they start niche. Grand Cardone, sales training, sales training for car, uh, salesman, right? That's literally how he started if you go back and look. I still meet people that, you know, 15, 20 years ago they had his cassettes, right? And then he got more into sales and then bigger into sales and online stuff, online marketing, online sales, online business. And he was doing real estate all through that time and he got more and more into real estate, started buying, you know, he told me the story when I was I was with him one time, he bought a couple of units, he was buying them behind the scenes, And then, um, you know, Elena and his family were like, wow, Grant, you should share what you're doing here with everyone. And then eventually started his fund. Now he's got $4 billion real estate funds. So you've got to start niche and go big. And when I explained this to members, I had them list their different businesses. So one of them was a pet food. I said, that's too broad. You're competing with all the billion dollar brands. So then I worked with them, and then they went, well, pet food for. Uh, dogs with allergies. I said, that's better. What what pet though? And he went, pet food for pets in general with allergies. I said, well, can you go a level deeper? He goes, dogs. I said, okay, great. So you're doing nutrition for dogs, uh, specifically with allergies, right? So now that is niche. And what will happen, I explained to them, is they would evolve over that sort of course of life. So it might be dogs with allergies, right? And nutrition for dogs. Then it might go all pets with allergies, right? Or it might go to dogs in general, nutrition for a healthy dog. So it can go one or two weight. And then it goes into you being a, an animal uh, life expert, right? How to increase longevity, health for your pet, right? And different foods they should eat and all these things. But you have to start small to get to that level. Pretty much every single one of us that is now successful has had that kind of hero journey where we start small, And we get big. So I encourage you, what do you go niche first? You can still make millions, tens of millions of dollars in niche. And then when you start talking about the hundreds of millions or, you know, get into 50 mil, 100 mil, that's when you start to go broad. But now you have all the success, the reputation, the staff, the processes, the products, the credibility to start going bigger. Rule number two, marketing, branding and sales is all that matters in the early days. What do I mean by that? Most of you have got a good product, a good service. Okay, You spent months, years on your product and service, but now you can't sell it. You're not making millions of dollars selling it. Why? Because you don't focus on it. Another exercise for you. Think in your head, I'll give you five seconds. Ready? How much of your week do you spend on marketing, branding, and sales? I ask this to my members. Some of my members pay a lot of money to work with us, so you might argue they're advanced. And even those members that pay us tens of thousands of dollars a year to work with us, still only spend between 10 and 50 percent of their week on marketing branding and sales what number did you come up with when i asked you how much of your week do you spend purely on marketing branding and sales that's going to drive results probably less than 50 percent well actually if you're not where you want to be right now with your business with your revenue with your product sales you should be spending 80 90 percent on that get hyper focused on that right If you want to be an NBA basketball player, how much time do they spend playing basketball? It's like half or more of their working day. And when they're not on the basketball court, they're watching clips of old plays and uh, matches. They are eating, planning their meals. They are resting. They are having physical therapy. They are doing all the things that pretty much resolve around being a pro basketball player. Business is the same. If you want to make millions of dollars, marketing, promotions, branding, sales, That's what's going to get you there. So focus a lot more on that. And one thing, one tip I gave my members, what I do, I wish I could show you guys, um, but what I do, I'm going to pull up my calendar just to read through it, right? So I actually have everyday blocks, okay? So everyday 9 to 5 is blocked and it's blocked into all my different meetings and then actual work time. So, hey, I'm going to spend this two hours on this marketing promo, this hour on the sales team, this hour on um, ads and content, this hour on YouTube, right? So I'm always blocking time. So I encourage you to do the same block your time so you actually get enough time and you stay disciplined for marketing, branding and sales. Les Brown, who was in a recent podcast, um, a friend and partner of mine, he said it well. He said successful people control their day. Most people, unsuccessful people let their day control them." How many of you right now don't have a plan for the day? You just start working and then you kind of get pulled everywhere that you're not actually achieving much. You're busy, but you're not productive. So control your day and time a lot of it towards marketing, branding, and sales. Number three, half, and this is me being generous, okay? You want the harsh truth? I'll give it you in a second. Half of your products and ideas will not be successful. Now, the actual hard truth is probably 80, 90% will not, right? If I look back over my 10 years, I've probably developed a few hundred different products. And then if I look what's made me tens of millions of dollars, is about 10 products, okay? And I said someone with ads, I said, when I analyzed my first fitness business that did millions on Facebook ads, I had about 40,000 ads, okay? And of those 40,000 ads, I had about 2,000 different ad variations, different ads, right, different graphics or whatever. And about seven to 10, maybe five to 10 of those 2,000 probably brought in at least 50, 60, 70% of my revenue. So it's the same with um, ads. It's the same with product launches. Think about how many products you've launched that haven't gone anywhere. And when I say successful, I mean like a product that's made you a million dollars, right? Getting 10, 15 sales doesn't count. So you've got to understand half, uh, at least half of your ideas, your products will never sell. Okay. And then I ask my members this question. This is a reflection question. I want you to ask yourself for 10 seconds. I'm going to pause for you for 10 seconds. Ready? If you knew that most of your product ideas, uh, new launches, new product development, if you knew that most of those would fail, how would you change the way you ran your business? Okay, I'll give you 10 seconds. It's a good question, right? Because what, uh, you know, when I went through this with uh, a lot of my members, they go, well, Rudy, if I knew that over half were going to fail, I wouldn't spend six months on it. I wouldn't buy a bunch of it. I would test it first. I would do more surveys first. I would, um, you know, promote it before it's launched. And that is the exact answer I'm looking for. We often make 50 to 100 grand before we actually finalize and launch the product. If you And it's not just me, all the billion-dollar brands. I often mention Richard Branson, who I spend time with every year. Um, I, I love him because he's a UK entrepreneur like me. He uh decided he's gonna launch an airline, he sold airline tickets, planned the first flight, and then he goes in his documentary, you can watch this, he goes, Well now we got four months to find a plane. <laughs> he didn't even have a plane, he hadn't ever launched an airline, I had no clue, sold the tickets for the first flight with his virgin airline, and then he had to go figure out how he could even buy a plane. He literally's like, Can I buy a plane? He rings, you know, Boeing, Can I buy a plane? Right? So if that guy and, and Elon Musk, great example launches a car four years before it's ever developed, makes tens of millions of dollars selling it, and then he rolls that money into the development of the car. And if, the, if he doesn't sell enough, there's thing about the cars Elon Musk has launched or, you know, said he's going to launch that actually still aren't launched. There's a reason. And behind the scenes, you know, he can roll those deposits and down payments into other cars. Hey, we're not launching this car now because of this and this, but we can move your deposit to this car that we are launching or to this, right, or to this car that you can get today. So these billion-dollar brands are playing the game. Apple, every year, it has its pre-launch, right? pre sell stuff, gauges interest, gets all the news and press and all the tech websites obsessed with it. Who else? Mark Zuckerberg launched Fred's recently. You didn't see Fred's, you know, obviously it's not doing as well as he probably wants right now, but the point being is you didn't see Fred's being promoted for two years beforehand, right? This wasn't a thing. He probably started it a few months out, and he's like let's launch it let's see how it does you didn't even hear about it till the day it was launched it was like this undercover thing so again even the billion dollar brands are not like, they're not spending as long as you to launch a product think about that right they they're just testing and and adapting and that's what i'm doing that's what you should be doing too okay next one number 4 social media is the new media source social media is the new media source if you when and I don't mean source like mayonnaise or ketchup, I mean the source of entertainment, the source of knowledge, the source of authority, the source of eyeballs and getting customers to your website, your products and your service. If you look 20, 30 years ago, how did you come become famous and successful? Well, you had to build a company over decades, you had to be on TV maybe, you get some celebrities involved, get on, you know, morning news, you know, press, PR, all those things. Now you can literally you see these influencers, no one knew who they were three years ago now they have a big company, right? You see Jake and Logan Paul, right? YouTubers, now they got a $200 million company. So the world has changed. You have to adapt to the new world. You have to understand that owning media sources that you can somewhat control, i.e. your own channels, is very powerful, okay? I get way more results from my Instagram than all the Forbes articles I've been all the news articles I've been in combined, right? I literally make more from my Instagram. I make millions from my Instagram. I have not made that much from all of those things. Okay. The old fashioned media. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests. And I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business, and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge, and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor. If you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far, or any previous episode, or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes, and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram, at Rudy Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses, worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys and let's dive back in. I know people on TV and big TV series that, and a YouTuber out there with a couple of million people make way more than the big famous TV celebrity that has a weekly show. So think about which channel. This is what I said to my members too. Think about which channel your avatar and your industry are on. And then work to own that. Okay. And just realize it's going to take some time. Okay. Next is one thing that really helps me, and it's always a goal. Um, and it's a goal when I coach clients is one of the easiest ways to grow and have security and have some level of support and success is start to work to becoming the go to in your industry. And I opened up saying, what is the niche you're going to start in? Right. So think about that niche. And then how do you become the go to in that niche? Right. So if, what I want for every single one of you is, I used that example earlier, if you're going to become the expert on dog nutrition for allergies, I want it that whenever someone has an allergy with their dog, they go, oh, yeah, you need da-da-da-da-da, right? Let's call it James Smith. Yeah, James Smith, leading expert, fixes it. You know, he's got a big Instagram, YouTube channel, he has his own product line, has a test you can do. He's on the news all the time. The celebrities use him for their dogs when they have allergies. That is what you want. I had another member that said they wanted to become the leading authority in cruise ships, right? How to book a cruise, an excursion. I said, great. So success for you is in a few years time, whenever someone wants to go on a cruise, they go to your website and your Instagram, they look at the reviews, you have a ton of content, a big YouTube and Instagram that does, you're always, you you audit every cruise, you show the pros and cons, you show the loopholes, you show the bad side, you show the the scams that, you know, the upgrades and all the stuff that doesn't matter. You show the best deals. You kind of, if on the news, say someone dies on a cruise ship or falls off and they question the safety, they, the news calls you up and says, Hey, can you come on Good Morning America and talk about this big crisis with the cruise industry yesterday, right? That is becoming the go to authority. Once you do that, you have this safety blanket because you get so much internal traffic, referral traffic, social traffic that you can always make a set amount and it helps you. It just elevates everything else you're doing. So your ads work better, your landing pages work better, you get free PR, you get to be on the biggest podcast, be on the biggest stages. Um, It's easier to create content because Royal Caribbean is paying you to come on their new cruise, to do a production on it and paying you 50 grand saying, hey, we just launched a new ship. We know you're the cruise expert. Can we pay you 50 grand to come and do a week on our ship? We'll give you the suite. We'll show you all the rooms. They'll treat you like a king or a queen just because they want to, they're like paying you to do content for your own thing. So everything gets flipped and everything gets easier when you become the go-to authority, right? And I've done that twice in fitness and I, you know, sold out events. I got in all the magazines. Now I've done it here in like uh, ads and social. I get called up to be on a stage people would give their left arm to be on, right? I get called to be on a big podcast. I get called to a private influencer event with Grant Cardone that people would pay 50 or 100 grand to be in the room. So how can you flip that switch and become the go-to authority? Super important. Super important. Okay. Number six. Number six. You ready? We're going fast. I told you we had a lot to cover today. Okay. Number six. If you're not making millions of dollars per year, it's likely a visibility problem. Think about that. If you're not making millions of dollars per year, it's likely a visibility problem. Here's how to look at this. If I gave you a million people viewing your product or service right now that was somewhat related to the industry you're in, say you sell soccer, soccer t-shirts, right, jerseys or whatever. If I gave you a million people into sport and soccer, right, if you're selling pet food and I gave you a million pet owners viewing your website, would you make a ton more money? Answer is yes, right, unless you you don't have a product, service, a, a buy now button or a product you can sell to those people, Most of you would make millions more dollars if you had millions more eyeballs, right? So every single one of you right now, you have a visibility problem. If you could get millions of people or even tens of thousands or even thousands of people to your site every single day, to your socials every single day, you would make a ton more money. So if we all know you have a visibility problem, you should wake up every day and say, I have a visibility problem. How do I fix it, right? If you're overweight and it's hurting your health and you're going to die, right? And your doctor said, hey, you're going to lose weight or you're going to die soon then you wake up every day and go, how do I lose weight, right? If you want to get better. Some people don't want to fix themselves, right? So if you want to fix your business, right, you have a product and service, you have stuff you can sell, get out of your own way, quit perfectionist syndrome and all that stuff, you need eyeballs. So you wake up every day and say, I have a visibility problem. I told my member this, so get a sticky note, put it in the corner of your computer, right? and write visibility. And then every day, all day when you're working, You go, am I answering this question? Am I solving this problem that I have? If not, then you're not going to go anywhere. It's very simple. Everything you should be doing right now, pretty much, right? There's obviously some admin, some ops, some fulfillment. But again, 80, 90% should be how do I fix the visibility, right? When you do that, like I said earlier, branding, social media, content, marketing, sales, they're going to give you more visibility. So number six, you all have, pretty much all of you have a visibility problem. Now, who doesn't? The people we help sometimes, the influencers that have, you know, 50 million subscribers or 5 million YouTube audience, and all they do is sell affiliate products. Because they, what their problem is, they fix the visibility problem by create, being content creators, but they don't have the business product acumen, so they sell all these random products, and they're still making millions. Just by having 5 million YouTube subs, you make millions, right? But I'm like, hey, you could be making 10 times more by building your own products, your own, you know, maybe sales team, product development, Ascension model and all the business side, okay? But it's more rare, right? Most times, 99% of businesses have the visibility problem and then occasionally you get big influencers and content creators that have the opposite problem. All right, number seven, you want to merge organic and paid ads together. It's not an evil question anymore. Five years ago, I'd say, yeah, just, you know, scale your paid ads grow your organic in the background. It will grow because of the paid ads. Nowadays, paid ads are more and more uh, expensive. They're harder to scale. Organic is, uh, like I said, media is becoming based on social media now, not TV. So media is YouTube, TV, you know, Netflix, streaming platforms, uh, Instagram, all those things, TikTok. People spend more time on social media now than they do watching TV. So I see you want to play both games. Don't be an either or. It's kind of like in fitness, people go diet or exercise. I go well, they're both important, right? You don't kind of say you don't you don't live like that. You don't go. Do I have a bathroom or a kitchen in your house? You go. You want both, right? So you want both. You want paid ads and you want organic. Paid ads, if you get it right, will give you a bit more of an instant boost, a quick boost, and then the organic is the slow and steady. But when it's really built and running, it's going to be more powerful because. It's free, right? And it's loyal people. So most businesses that win have both, okay? Number eight, understand, and this links to the last one, understand people want to do business with other people and tribes, building communities, identities, right? I often say you're not selling a product, you're selling an identity, right? Or you're selling a result. What do people want to buy into your product for? People buy into Tesla because they want to buy into technology, electric, saving the planet. People buy into Louis Vuitton and Gucci because it shows a certain level of wealth, right, and status. People buy into iPhone because they're iPhone users, and then you have people that send green text still that will argue why iPhone sucks and they only will ever use Android, for example. So you've gotta think about how do you create an identity for your product and service, for your business? How do you create a loyal tribe and community? And I said, just imagine like Louis Vuitton, right? People buy something from there, a purse, What is the first thing they do? They go home and post a picture, okay? And then what do they do every time they use that product? They go out and they post a picture with it. So imagine if you had the power of that for your own brand. Imagine if literally every single customer, even the customers that don't buy, how many people go in the shop and do reels and stuff and uh, stories, right? But just imagine everyone that bought your product the first thing they did was post about it. And then every time they use it, they post about it for you. Imagine that it's millions of dollars of free. Pro- it's like tens of millions of dollars for Louis Vuitton or Gucci of free promotion. Lamborghini's the same. Lamborghini not only does the owner post it in everything they do, but everyone else posts it in everything they do and everyone else gets photos. There's a reason Lamborghini doesn't advertise on TV, right? A, it says it's because my customers aren't watching TV. True fact. But it also doesn't post it on TV because it's getting all the free promotion in the world from everyone else. So how do you create those identities, those tribes, those loyal fans for your own business? Okay, last couple, rule number nine, invest in social media like real estate. Okay, real estate, if you ask most investors, right, they'll tell you, hey, it's not the quickest win, it's a slow and steady, it's relatively safe. You know, invest in it over the time of 10, 20, 30 years. Don't invest in it for a year because it might not work out. It's generally the same with social media. If you want to get like, hey, in a month, is this working? That's paid ads, right? I launched a new funnel for paid ads about a month ago, and we've done about 100K with that funnel through paid ads. I could not launch a new YouTube or Instagram. Uh, Maybe if I was Mr. Beast, I could, but most of us cannot launch a new organic and do 100K from it in a month. And, uh, you know, remember I'm an expert. I'm not saying you'll launch ads and do 100K. My results aren't typical. But what I want you to understand is if you know how to operate, paid ads will be a little quicker. However, if I invest in organic in three years, it will give me a higher ROAS ROI than the paid ads, right? That's why I do both. I do paid ads in the short term, okay? And in the background, I'm always running those. I always probably will. And then I'm also working on my organic. But my organic, I see it more like a house. Hey, I'm gonna put this money up in advance. I'm gonna fund this and then I'm gonna let it grow over time and be worth something very valuable one day. And the last one. The wrap up, the summary. Okay. I know I covered a lot today. Number 10 is very important because everything I just talked about, the last nine, uh, rely around you. Okay. You've got to be confident. you've got to be confident. You've got to embrace everything I said. You've got to embrace that you have to go out there, you have to promote, you have to Get on social media. You have to be obsessed around sales, marketing, promotion, visibility. You have to be confident. Say, I am the go-to expert in this. I am the go-to supplement brand. I am the go-to skincare product. I am the go-to pet supplement. You have to be confident in what you do. You have to build credibility. Obviously, don't lie. Be ethical. But you have to be confident. I often say, there's a very famous president that if he said something enough times, it became true, right? Make America great again. He is very good at marketing. You can learn those lessons whether you love or hate him. And if you say something enough times, it will become true. So you have to promote yourself, okay? It starts with you and then it cascades into other people. So what are you gonna promote? What are you gonna say about yourself? What do you want other people to say about yourself? What do you want the industry to believe is true and becoming the top brand or expert in your niche? Okay, start there. I hope you enjoyed today. You have to start today to make this cascade into big results over time, okay? And I know this was a lot today. So feel free to go back through this, take some notes, do a bit of workshop style, go through each point, put a plan in place, block time out for the promotions, the marketing, the sales, the visibility, because this is the new way business is being run. And I want you to take advantage of it of not only play the game, but win the game. Until next time, keep living the red life. I'll see you guys very soon.